And now, our feature presentation. Okay, uh, I'm recording. I'm also recording. Uh, and plus, it'll give a contrasting like voices between Japanese and, and English. So, um, kind of like what we did with the first Godzilla episode. Wow, yeah. that's a throwback. Yeah, on accident. All right, uh, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cinema Shot. I'm your host Ben, aka the Marvelous Iggy, and joining me is the Archmage himself, Tyler. I'm a magic man, don't you know? I feel like all of a sudden just the 70s beat, uh, bass lines just got to drop right there. All Either right. or you can take it as an Adventure Time reference. True. Um, we'll take. We'll leave it at that since I'm a little too old for Adventure Time. But uh, it is now time to review Tales from Earthsea, which is apparently is a adaptation of a uh, uh, of um, Ursula uh, L. Green. I think she's a, a looks like a European writer uh, uh the series of titled Earthsea. it's a series of four books uh and apparently just gonna get into it now um uh they went to her early on to want to adapt it but she said no and then it was after my neighbor totoro did she go you know what maybe i should reconsider and uh, we'll talk about her um reception of the movie afterwards but um did you know i feel like nobody talks about this movie and having seen it I feel like it needs to be talked about more. Yeah, like, this is a fine movie, just to kind of get ahead of it um, a bit. This is the the first and probably <coughs> the only movie uh, directed by Hayao Miyazaki's son, Goro Miyazaki, and there's probably a good reason for that. Right, exactly. I didn't even put that together, yeah. Um, I, I definitely think it has one of the best posters in Studio Ghibli history with you have the dragon, this cool, like European metal dragon, seemingly metal dragon, and then this young young boy standing above, uh, standing below them. Very very striking poster. Um, and so let's go ahead and break it down of this seemingly unknown. Um, uh, to give you classics, so in Japan this is Ghetto Senki, or literally translates to Getty's War Chronicles. Um, so I think Earthsea. Uh, it depends on which title. Tales from Earthsea is the is the your, is the English version. So uh, our cast. It was uh, directed by Goro Miyazaki, as you said, is the son of uh, Hayao Miyazaki. Screenplay by Goro Miyazaki and Keiko Niwa. Niwa uh, of course, based on uh, the Earthsea novels by um, Ursula L. K. L. Guin uh, and Shuna's Journey by Hayao Miyazaki. So it's a combination of two stories. Um, and this was released in July 29, 2006, with a runtime of 115 minutes, budget of $22 million, and a box office of 75.5 million. And I mistakenly watched the English or Japanese version. Tyler watched the Japanese, the English cast. So we will be, I will be saying the English cast, voice cast for this. Timothy Dalton is, uh, the Archmage, uh, Sparrowhawk slash Jed. Um, uh, uh, Matt Levin is Prince Arden slash Lebanon. Uh, Blair uh, Rezanto is Teru or Tehun. I, uh, they pronounce it as Teru in the Japanese version. So, um, Maritska Hart, uh, uh, Hartgrave uh, plays Tenar. Uh, Willem Dafoe plays uh, Cobb, which, oh god, I missed out on that! Jesus, okay. Um, Cheech Marine, Jesus, Cheech Marine's in this fucking movie, really. Um, is any voices the hair? That's 
Oh my God, I'm that's okay. fitting. Jesus, Brian George is as the uh, um as is Aaron's father. Um, Susan Blasky is the queen. Uh, and then uh, Kate Cristeria is a is a vendor who sells them cloaks. Um, and that's kind of like the main cast. So, what would you say Earthsea is about, Tyler? With no no spoilers, but like, what what would you say the core issue is of it? Uh, with the movie in particular, um, I would say this, like, this is a fine animated movie. It's a pretty decent adaptation, even though I haven't read any of the Ursi novels. But I feel like this movie, compared with all the other ones we've seen, doesn't have the same soul as the others. Um, see, for me, like, I would say... I think it has. I think it has the soul. I definitely don't. I think it starts off. I think it's what's lacking is that balance of, of that Ghibli epicness, which it seems like you're going to get that early on. But a lot of it is, oh, you could call it middling. A lot of um, posturing throughout most of this movie. But I would say the movie is mostly about the inner demon battling your inner demons the balance and, and they emphasize this word a lot in the japanese version the balance between life between life and death uh your feet uh, your feet balancing of your fear and of course of of the elements which they they heavily refer to at least that's what yeah. i would i would say that it's about i would say that as well and so basically the plot of this movie is is that prince Arin and the king of in the, the king of enland um and uh they, they 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 get word of a dragon that is appearing and pretty much uh dragons are apparently a sign that um balance is lost and that humans uh inhabited uh the the earth and the sea versus dragons inhabited uh air and fire because they value freedom and the dragons coming back is sort of like a uh is is a loss and so there's apparently a disease going around uh, along with this as coincides with it and um, in the middle of the night uh, Aaron uh, kills his father and steals his magic sword um, which pretty much leads him to meet in with uh, Sparrowhawk um, and pretty much from there it becomes a uh, a hero's journey story where um, Aaron has to learn to deal with what he did that night um, while also coming to ter- coming to terms with what he did, murdering his father, the dark and, and running away from the darkness that uh, uh, from the darkness of, of his deeds, both figuratively and very literally. Yes. Um, while also he runs into our other uh, main character, uh, Teru, and her. I I don't. Um, I, I think they just they're just friends, um, like an older friend, um, Tenar, um, uh, who is a uh, older woman. Who works at this farm that that, that takes care of Tedru? I don't. I never established they were sisters, but I just took it as that they were like she took care of her on the farm. I didn't think that they were family. But meanwhile, you have um, this villain known as Cobb. Now I okay. So Cobb is voiced by Willem Dafoe in the Japanese version. In um in, in the Japanese version, uh, Cobb is voiced by Yuko Tanaka, a a woman, um, which is like because. When I look at and well, I guess we'll talk about Cobb later, but I, was, I found that really fascinating. But pretty much, the story is is that Cobb wants 
eternal life because of uh, and, and Sparrowhawk has that because he's the Archmage and he covets it and Sparrowhawk wants it and it's pretty much uh, a a fight to overcome your inner darkness as well as preventing Cobb from getting his hand and becoming immortal for the rest of time. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty apt synopsis. So, um, you already gave your uh, initial thoughts. Um, let's go ahead and I feel like the biggest weakness of this movie is that it, it I think it drags a little too much. Yeah, it kind of does. Like, it takes a long while for anything to get going, and all the interesting stuff happens in, like, the latter half. The latter half, I mean, the, the, the most, like, and it feels like they kind of repeat steps a little bit, um, where, uh, um, it's all, it's, it's Aaron Cons. I feel like I'm going to say Aaron Yeager, and considering the faces he makes, it, it's not far from it. Yeah, right. Um, uh, uh, Aaron, that's, that's how you pronounce it actually, uh, is constantly dealing with it, but I feel like it doesn't happen enough and and I feel like it should, but yet at the same time I feel like it, it needed to happen more for us to realize what was happening um, what he was what he was dealing with um, and, and I didn't feel like well, and I, and I didn't feel like Cobb meant that much to the overall story until the very end of the movie yeah, Cobb is pretty much just an enigma in the first half of the movie. He's literally just Orochimaru hiding in the shadows until he makes himself plain as day in the last half. Right, and and like in there, there are points where Cobb manipulates Aaron, um to you know to basically um, uh, not even do anything, just to hold him cap, hold him as like a hostage, um, and. Uh, um, but it like you don't really get the motivation for Cobb. Why I'm gonna say there because uh, they're doing it because I, I would say their design is is purposely androgynous because I thought they were female. But then you tell me, well, the full voice is him is in the English version, so um, you know that, that's that's my opinion on it. I I wanted while I like the central themes of it all, I wanted more. Yeah, this definitely um, does feel a bit uh, half-hearted compared to other messages from Miyazaki films. Although the message is still there, I could still pick up on it. Yeah. It's just not as potent. Right, and then there's, like, I feel like Auden is the main character. I feel like uh, he, because it almost feels like Sparrowhawk was the main character, but he's very much your old man you know, like, it feels like all these characters are very much in the vein of classic stories, which, and we can't tell how close it is. I mean, according to the author, it's nothing like my book, and it felt like it was, like, reading, watching something else that was not mine, um, which uh, she, said it was, she said it was fine according to the wiki. But, like, you have the old man wizard who's mentoring this young troubled man into trying to better himself. Um, and then you have the, like the one interesting one uh, was um, was uh, 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 Teru, who is the um, uh, the uh, not I want I don't want to say Cinderella because that's not uh, she's not the bright word. Um, she's but, the troubled orphan that was disgraced by the Fire Nation. Yeah, pretty much. Um, she was abused by her by her parents. Um, 
sorry, my phone started ringing. Um, and I feel like they needed to do a like if because I don't think Aaron's uh, Aaron's plot carries the movie enough by itself. I feel like there needed to have been more of Theru other than her looking mad most of the most of the movie. Yeah, she's barely in this movie, uh, up until the point where everyone gets kidnapped by Cobb and his men, and uh, that's when she's the only one that's able to act. Right, exactly. And I don't like, I don't mean that, like, like oh, cause she's a girl or anything like that, but I feel like I needed to know more about her, and, like, I feel like they could have done, delved more into her story, as well as, like, making it, like, a co-starring thing, like, very much... Like, like, you know, how the first, uh, how, um, uh, Valley of the Wind was, you know, uh, uh, Spirit of the Wind, not Spirit of the Wind. I'm confusing my movies again. Um, Nasca and the Valley of the Wind. There you I go. Remembered. There you go. Thank you. Um, very much in that vein. Um, but they, they don't do that. Um, but that being said, one of my favorite moments from this movie is when she is there, she's in the grass field and she starts singing uh the the song about at least in japanese it's basically like i cannot show you the contents of the contents of my heart and and like it, i think it's supposed to represent basically the fear that's building inside of her um or at least the song is supposed to be about that and then aaron here Auden hears it and he starts crying like like just just like he can't control himself at that point yeah, that scene is probably the closest that uh, we'll get to the Ghibli magic in this film. Yeah, um, and and I do like the ending of the movie a lot. Where I mean, it, it comes out of nowhere because like all of a sudden, maybe I missed something on here. Because like obviously, we like you give a hint that she's something special because she has a burn mark on her on her face, very similar to um, Sparrowhawk. But it's never really established that she's like anything other than she's the uh the 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 slave runaway orphan girl that's about it um so when she turned into the dragon i went whoa 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 whoa, what's going on or uh, maybe i felt like this come from yeah um like it it just felt so out of place um it's almost as if uh they forgot that they put dragons in the beginning in the movie and then remember to put them in the ending yeah i feel like if you go into this expecting like drag like i like dragons or something you're not gonna get that at least you're gonna get the beginning and in the end and, and that's and that's it um and and that's fine and and i think i i think ultimately from a narrative point it worked but i think it needed that. It didn't just need that Ghibli heart. It needed that Ghibli spectacle. And it, and even at the final, at the end, when you have Auden running through the castle, you know, trying to get up to them, it still didn't like. Especially when you go to like Mononoke, and and again, it's it's kind of shit that we're doing this because this is his son. But like, you're gonna compare the son to the father when you look at what what under his direction what they did, and you look at his first outing. It's just like it, it feels like a hollowed out version of it. Yeah, it feels like uh, they're trying to replicate Castle in the Sky, Nazca Valley of the Wind. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, the older 80s films. But they just don't understand what made those movies work the way that they did. Right, exactly. Um, or, like, and, and who knows, um, uh, like, who knows what the... Like, you can read any article you want about it, uh, but we'll never know what it was like uh, working on it um, 
I mean, granted, it was still it still has that Ghibli look. It's like very very beautiful. Um, you know, in certain, especially when like they go to the the, the town uh, for the first time, that is all amazing. But it just it just doesn't land. Um, and and none of the characters, even Dedrin, who I like the most, don't are mostly one dimensional. Yeah, uh, probably one of the biggest problems I have is that uh, we don't spend enough time with the main leads, and yet the map, the movie still finds ways to drag its feet to the very end. Right, I think that was my biggest problem. And like, if if something more interesting happened, because like like obviously the connection between Hob or not Hob, or Cobb and um, and Sparrowhawk is that they knew each other, and but like maybe go into that more. It it just like like if, if there's one word I could say is that I just wanted more, and and it's and I think what made it even worse is that, um, I uh, <laughs> I, I I like I enjoyed it. I know it sounds like I don't enjoy it, but and I, I think I enjoyed it more so for its theming than say like what we what we've seen with uh, other Ghibli movies like Mononoke. Howl, um, you know, and, and even going back to the early films. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, but apparently, the author of this one, um, uh, she said she was quoted as saying, uh, "The plot was entirely different. Um, it's not my book; it's your movie. It's a good movie." Uh, she later, but apparently, she later expressed disappointment um, with the with how it turned out. So she wasn't exactly. Um, excited the fact that like they changed your story so much, um, you know. So, but I like I. Now I see why a lot of people didn't really. Um, you don't hear people talk about this one a lot. Um, yeah, even uh, trying to skim for uh, the wiki on this film, um, there was a lot of articles saying that this is probably the worst review Ghibli movie. I can see why, but I don't know. It's probably not the worst, in my opinion. Like, it's fine. Yeah. But yeah. it's definitely lesser than some of the other ones that we've seen. For, for sure. sure. Like, like, there's always going to be that Ghibli echelon, but like, I feel like, under the right circumstances, you could definitely find somebody who enjoys this. It's not a bad movie. It's not a badly done movie, other than the pacing might be a little bit, like, out of whack with how much a stretch of like nothing happens and it there doesn't there isn't really anything to hook you with because everything's either too vague or um or just or everything or, or or just glosses over stuff that it feels like you should know um which is odd considering you know it's uh, how how much this deviates from its source material yeah uh anything else you want to say tyler I think we cover just about everything. Okay, so, uh, yeah, uh, I know we were excited about this one last week, but, um, it didn't, it looks like, unfortunately, now we know why. Um, yeah, and looking, um, on, if you look at the Rotten Tomatoes score, it's 43%. Um, Oof. yeah, and I normally, I'm not the kind of person to, like, value Rotten Tomatoes, um, although Earwig and the Witch is is twenty nine percent, so oh boy, um, well that could be a lot of things. 
Well, well I because it could be the first of the fact that that's the first ever CGI um, Ghibli movie. Um, but yeah, if you if you look, if I'm looking at the Rotten Tomato scores: 89, 96, 98, 88. The lowest score is 78, and that's the Yamadas. Which okay, that's fair. Um, you know, consider what kind of movie that is. But 43 percent, like that's, and and especially if you look at, at what they've had, even the Cat Returns was higher, um, which is which is insane. Because I think I like this movie way more than the Cat Returns. Yeah, I was gonna say I think this one is probably um, a little better than the Cat Returns. Okay, yeah, for sure. All right, uh, then let's go ahead and uh, get out of here. Um, and uh, next week when we come back. This one is definitely one I remember seeing vaguely. Uh, it's, I think this is my little sister's favorite movie. But when we come back next week, uh, we're finally talking about the fish one. It's Ponyo. Oh, yeah. Um, I've seen clips of this, but I haven't seen it in full. Okay. I'm, I do know that Liam Neeson is in it. so I'll make sure to watch um, that. The Star Wars thing definitely comes full circle once again. Yes. All right, uh, and please tell the people where they can find you. You can follow me on Twitter at hey, it's that tie. Check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel, Home Attire Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games for your pleasure. And you can find me at twitter.com slash Iggy. Catch me live at twitter.tv slash Iggy2014. And, of course, go to charchel.com for this episode as well as our other shows. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you all next week for Ponyo. Until then, bye-bye. Cherish life, everyone. Thank you for watching at Cinema Shot Theater.